Hello, everybody. Welcome to GaCast, the show where one of the hosts has played 565 hours in Gary's Mod and does not want to admit it. I'm your host, HydroWave99. I'm joined here today with Blue Alpaca. How are you today? I guess I'm alright. Not yeah, really. That's, <laughs> that's <laughs> something. I mean, yeah. I don't know it. where about. Yeah, we don't know where whereabouts goes while there is again. Yeah, he he had some family matters, and then said it was gonna be in like two hours from now. We waited. It's two hours from now. We're still waiting. That's the sad yep. part. Oh yeah, so like if we ever get so if he ever shows up in the episode, um, it's gonna be late. Yeah, I don't mean nothing by it. It's just, eh, there's a, uh, I don't know. No, I hear we have a lot of topics here tonight. I know we have some pretty juicy stuff to hear. Most yeah. of it's all gaming stuff tonight. We have a, we found a couple like the technology stuff as we would know, but most of it's all gaming because. That's all we can really find this week. Yeah, I guess so. I'm also using this. Uh, I made a model to uh, represent myself, I guess, because like, I don't know. Uh, originally, I was just going to like uh, do it as a prank, but uh, Hydrowave here kind of just said like, it would be useful as like an actual like uh model to give myself more emotion so yeah so if anyone if ever, everyone likes you know seeing alpaca in this format this v2 format just comment down below if you like this change and we'll make we'll determine whether that we'll keep it or not my only issue is like if i look over somewhere else it blanks really strangely um, hey, it's something, so better yeah, than nothing, at least. It might be really distracting, though. I don't know. Right. Anyway, so, Paco, what else is new with you this week? Um, It's always personal stuff that I want to talk about, but it's more stuff you'd want to talk to, like, a therapist or something. So, uh, pass, I guess. I always have uh, to, like, vent about... Just really terrible things that I I hate so much, you know. Right. I get that, you know, there are a lot of these annoying things in the world that just screw with your head and it just like boggles your mind. Mm. Um, yeah, so I feel like the best way to do things is well I have some topics here, but you know what? I just kinda of feel like right now just give a few minutes just to kind of calm ourselves down. We have a long night ahead of us, and we have a lot of news to talk about. And we, I just want to figure out, like, some way to kind of spice up the show every now and then, clearly. Yeah, I guess so. Every now and then, we can always spice up the show here and there. So, I know we have an update to, do, to talk about, but, you know, we have a lot. I just wanted to give us, as a quick thing, that we have a lot of updates going on within the show. I mean... We are not we're going to be recording on November 20th because of emotional reasons, I guess you could say. That's like the least I could say is 
it's gonna be a very it's gonna be it's a somber day especially for one of our hosts other hosts who is currently not here with us right now and yeah we're just gonna use this that day as a time of reflection and you know all that good stuff yeah yeah so we won't be doing that and then we are looking forward to also doing some some of these recordings, possibly on Christmas or New Year's, to kind of shake up the show even more. We got we had plans of all this stuff, so. And that's all we have to say. Just a quick little announcement before we head off. We you know myself and Alpaca were talking over over the last night few days and. We and last night we just thought you know these sort of few changes would be for the for the best of the show to keep everyone in good health and spirit. Yeah, we were talking about it a little bit. Um, Go for it, whatever you want to do, man. Yeah, I just uh, I don't know. Not it's not the best time yeah. for a lot of people right now, and uh, yeah. Um, there's also a few things that might end up happening around that time too, so it'll be either busy or, <sighs> so it's a little difficult to talk about it. No, exactly. I just figured we just give a quick little heads up and we'll remind them again next week, our audience next week that, you know, there may be a couple, there may be a little bit of a hiccup for views and everything for the show, but... I mean, we'll we'll make up for it for sure in the coming weeks. Yeah. But anyways, other than that little minor somber update, uh, let's just get to the news. I think it's time for that. That's the most eager part. And I just want to give a moment. Oh, that's going to get censored. And I just want to give a moment to update uh, ourselves on a story that we covered last week. And Roblox is back online. And it wasn't Chipotle. Yeah. Uh, it really wasn't. Not that it, it would have. Like, like, I'm going to be completely honest. You see every other video game have, like, a, a sponsorship. And all of a sudden, somehow, like, having all that as a sponsorship breaks Roblox somehow. Not, not, I have no idea how it would work like that, but yeah, because, because like I remember saying how pretty much, uh, every single, like, uh, what is it? Sorry. Um, it, every time you kind of like, uh, mess with code. You have to check every single other thing behind it or above it. Even stuff below it sometimes, because if it's, you know, if you change something, you're overwriting, or if you're overwriting one thing, it's change along with it, you know? So, everything has right. to be double checked, and I, you know, I doubt that Roblox would, you know, mess something like that up. Right. I mean, this is a major game right now. I mean, it is, you know, it is kind of a fortune to see a game as big as Roblox, you know, be as, you know, 
have a massive server outage like this. Like I know Epic would be like on the ball all the breaking time. And then I know one of our hosts would definitely be mocking this game for being out for three days. Yeah. But he's not here right now because he's busy with family. So he missed his chance to make fun of Roblox. Yeah. Anyways, I think it's a and now we got that update out of the way. Uh, now we can get to the real first article of the day. The real one. Some guy in the comments said, I never got the free burrito. It'd probably give me dysentery anyway. <laughs> Alright. Good job, people. Anyways. What do we got going on with uh, Sega? So, Sega and Microsoft are, are actually exploring a strategic alliance to create a new strategic title for Sega and establish next generation development environment. So, essentially what they're doing is, if you go down through the article, they're mentioning that, they're, that with this power from Microsoft, they're going to develop a new super game, as they like to call it. Now, I don't know what this new super game would be, but the only thing we could really do is just speculate. Like, what can, what do we think could happen with something like, you know, a super game? And the fact that the world's now more connected with 5G and cloud services. Like, what would be a good game that can make sense for something like this? That Sega would have. Um... So you're you're talking about like a next gen like game dev sort of like uh creation. Yeah, so they're essentially making a ridiculous game, like a super like like you know how sometimes like Ubisoft will label the quadruple A game? Oh. Uh like what could this potential <laughs> game be that could take advantage of the Azure Cloud platform? And it's a brand new game. Uh, Sonic Breath of the Wild. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny about that is that the rumors of you know the new Sonic game coming out. It's gonna be called Sonic Rangers, and it's like gonna be like this open world Sonic game, supposedly. But I don't think it's that. Okay, then. Um... Like. Any like IPs that you think could make sense to be revived that could take advantage of these technologies, maybe? Uh like Bubsy 4D. <laughs> I wish that was Sega, but no. Um, but no, seriously. Uh Sega. Okay. Um I mean if you have to look up we have to do the unfortunate thing of looking up a list of IPs, go for it, but I do know that Sega owns a lot of classic IPs like Jet Set Radio and Skies yeah. of Arcadia and Golden Axe, Alter Beast. I mean, if they could, like, I don't know, like, uh, considering this is actually, like, Xbox and, and uh, Sega, uh, and I know that they had, like, a, a thing with Shenmue and they're recreating, recreating anime, maybe they could remaster the first and second game and tie it together, but also 
have three and uh when they make the sequel to three um i think the thing that's different three though is the fact that that one blue was published by deep silver though oh okay never mind i was gonna say what if they made shenmue like more modernized and not a not like a i don't know i don't really care too much about shenmue anyway though but um, that is possible. I do know they could probably do something. I know they've been doing Super Monkey Ball recently, but I don't think that would work too well because that's usually a later scale game. They could do. I I, I get an option. I, I need to bring my mic really close for this. See, man, Breath of the Wild. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that's brilliant. An open world life sim game where like that tank, instead of it being like a, it's like a small tank, it's actually like a freaking ocean of the world. Oh my god, that is brilliant. <laughs> um, but, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, super game. Interesting way of describing like, like a. Like, it would probably have. Yeah, I feel like this sort of game, whatever it is going to be, because we think of all the IP that Sega has, like, yeah. like I said, they had like Panzer Dragoon and they had Panzer Dragoon and Sonic and Super Monkey Ball, Yakuza, Persona, because they are. Sorry. <laughs> that too, it's fine. But a lot of these games, they are kind of like small, medium-ish games, I guess you could consider them. They're not like these big, grandiose, open-world sort of franchises, usually. Well, since when have you heard of Golden Axe? Or, uh... <laughs> you know? Alter Beast. Or have they... a House of the Dead, uh, port. <laughs> what, you know, what, if, funny. what if they make a House of the Dead, um... Like, a House of the Dead, open-world, uh... Metal Gear Survive style, but not ripping off of an already established IP as a spin-off. <laughs> it's actually just House of the Dead. Yeah, House of the Dead, I know, is like, a, like a, you know, an arcade-style, like, on-rails sort of game where you're constantly shooting zombies and stuff like that. So if they made that, like, like a sort of game like that, where it's, like, almost Resident Evil 4-ish in some ways, in terms of gameplay, yeah. that could be interesting to see. Or if they made like a Jurassic Park sort of thing, <laughs> like uh, yeah, but not like, like, but not terrible, I guess, and not like you stare at your breast to make sure your health is up. I don't know. Right. <laughs> so it's like Sega has all these IPs, but most of them are either arcade, like arcadey, or they're like smaller scale, small to medium scales in terms of size. They don't have like these massive IPs like how like Square Enix goes like Final Fantasy or like EA had their Mass Effects and yeah, all this like, other stuff. The closest they got is just Sonic and uh like because yeah. the thing is is at least for me be and I and I, I don't follow Sega that much, but I'm not gonna be like uh they'll you know, I don't like Sega sort of thing. I, I it's just, it's just I don't really I haven't heard uh, much of Sega in a long time. And uh but the, I mean, except for like Yakuza, but even then, that's like, you know, I don't even think that was like, you know. That's what I mean. Like Yakuza is typically a 
smaller, more niche franchise, it's like, yeah, I could whip out, you know, give me a second. I could whip out my copy of Sonic Forces here. Mm-hmm. I know. It's no, a mediocre okay. game, but we're going to go with it because it's, it's actually does relate. No, it's too old. Sonic Forces, this game. No, it's and yes, you can. And yes, there is actually a third playable character in this game where literally they create your own character. I'm not joking. They actually canonized fan characters in this game. Okay. Well, um... Uh, But moving on from that, but moving on from that whole spiel, the reason I bring this up is because Sonic Forces was kind of like a double-A budget game. It wasn't like a big triple-A game or anything that. Sonic Forces is more like a double-A sort of budget game. Yeah, but it's shovelware and it should be forgotten. They should have never remade it. <laughs> Sorry. A lot of people will say that Sonic should have died off around Sonic Heroes or something like that, or like Sonic 06, but surprisingly, they keep making them in. Sonic's technically my favorite character, so I'll keep supporting the game whenever I have a chance. Oh, yeah. It's only fun to rip on Sama, uh, not Sama, uh, Sonic, because, you know, it. That whole 90s cliche of being like, I'm radical, and like, you know, that sort of thing. They mm. kind of, you know, I think, I think the entirety of the internet kind of just like made Sonic like a, a shitpost character, even though he really wasn't, you know? Yeah. Uh, um, he was supposed to be cool my... and all that, but it's not like he was like a cringy, like, uh, spinoff mascot or like, uh, you know, a 90s mascot that's, like, supposed to be radical, you know. He was supposed to be cool, but not, like, a... Not, like, ironically cringy, you know? Yeah, so we have his character, you know. But besides Sonic and all their IPs, which we discussed, are mostly, you know, these smaller-scale, mostly IPs, besides Sonic, which they give him, like, the budget of the moon, <laughs> uh, comparatively... Yeah, yeah, certainly. Um, like, this partnership would be, like, what sort of IP could Sega make with this? Like, that's what I want to know. Because, like, could they, like, remake... Like, that's what I was thinking, because Skies of Arcadia was, like, Sega's RPG series. Like, they could probably make a new Skies of Arcadia game with a massive open world and shit, and that could be fucking awesome. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Or, uh... That could, that could be something that could be good to use some of this technology for. <laughs> you know what they should uh they should remake happy tree friends for the xbox live arcade that's not that's not sega but that would be kind of funny just like kind of play on our constant roasting of ghost loader game no that they, they um they, they fucking uh i think they Made a made a game off of Happy Tree Friends, but it got released on the Xbox or Live Arcade. So <laughs> forever <laughs> lost. Oh my god. Yeah. I mean, um, uh, this is this is where I would agree with Ghost Welder. It should have been long forgotten. But I think it's on PC too. If I get if I remember correctly. Right, but let's just try to get back on topic here. But Sick yeah, bass fishing. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> 4K fishing rods. Ah. 4K. Yeah. 
Yeah, 4K fishing rods. Um, Echo the but yeah, like I said, like, maybe like a big open world sort of game. Like, could I see a Golden Axe possibly? Like this big, massive open world, maybe or like a high budget game. Probably they could probably make Golden Axe an altarpiece, kind of like a God of War style game. That could be pretty yeah, cool. That's what I was gonna say. It should be like a Shadow of a Colossus, and God of War had a baby with like medieval times. That could be pretty rad. Like, imagine, like, one of those, like, either one of those two series get that treatment. That could be awesome. Yeah. I feel like Alter Beast makes more sense for the God of War franchise. Because imagine, like, you have this dude just beating the hell out of these like, this, these enemies or whatever. And then he collects these orbs. And you become this, like, super unstoppable, like, beast of hell. Like, not hell, but get the idea. Like, these creatures or whatever. It can just, like cause massive damage to everybody it'd be so freaking cool like he has like a meter he builds up or something by collecting the they kind of the classic games and he just goes out on a rampage would be awesome certainly but that's more like the old school god of wars not the newer ones i feel like for the newer ones i i, I think for the new ones maybe golden axe makes sense for the newer god of wars and then you do like alter beast for the old school god of wars that could be cool. Yeah, that, that would make sense. Mm. Um, but the, when you know what they should have made? Seaman. Sorry. Seaman <laughs> um, <C> Infinite. <laughs> you could you just create a world of. No, you're not calling Sea Man. You're calling it Sea Civilization. You're raising an, a civilization, a Sea Man. To fight other seamen. Um. It, I I wasn't like I didn't I don't can't remember. Do you remember Altered Beast? It's a, it's not something Altered Beast. That's why I mentioned that one because that's yeah. a two D side scrolling game where we collect we beat up like it's a it's like a two D side scroller beat up up kind of game, but not exactly like yeah. you know achievement turtle. I think it's a side scrolling game, and as you beat uh, beat the enemies up, you gain these orbs or whatever. And as you like play the game, you know you get like you eventually transform into a beast. I see. Yeah, that's why I know that. Brand. And I I played that game several times too. Uh, did did you mention uh Panzer Dragoon? You could do something with Panzer Dragoon. That's another yeah. thing you could probably do. I know they did a remake of it recently, though, but was well, okay-ish at best. But yeah, they could do a whole new Panzer Dragoon game or the cool like, high-end graphics and stuff like that, and make like a very narrative-driven story or something like that. I see. What about uh? <laughs> We're making a uh, Dances Revolution rip off like Space Channel. Uh, Space Channel could potentially, but, but that's like a more arcadey game. Like this what, is, this seems like something that's more ambitious, like a super game. What, like what if, what if, um, <laughs> fucking, when when uh Microsoft brings back, uh, what if Microsoft buys back the Connect uh, from uh, Sky TV or something, and just decides let's make a fucking uh Dance Dance Revolution type of game or just dance. But, Remember, uh, but Space Channel Microsoft, Five. Microsoft still owns the Connect. Well, yeah, but I'm just hey. saying, what if they like, um, say, we change our mind. We're gonna still use it for our game stuff too, by the way. Um, but you can use it as a TV pr program, I guess too. 
All right, that's always possible. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, like this is, like I said, this is just an interesting little thing to see, like what sort of games like could Sega make? And I think like what this could lead to could be very interesting because one of the common rumors of Sega was that they were going to be bought by the companies that Microsoft was targeting to acquire. Yeah. Which meant that Sega could have been under the Microsoft umbrella, which meant Sonic would have been a first party character again, which means that it could have Sonic versus it with Microsoft versus Nintendo because Sega is part of Microsoft. <laughs> yeah. What a fun, what fun times. But Sega does what Nintendo now with Microsoft. Exactly. Xbox ass. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, it seems like a pretty cool thing overall. I think. But yeah, I would like to move on t- to the next game that we have here. All right. And that is that Netflix is now starting to roll out some games on Android platforms. And I think what they're doing here, yeah, it's like they're mobile games, so it's not like full on console games. It's like that we were talking about this early on in in Godcast and the idea that, you know, Netflix would start rolling out net mobile games to eventually get to console games. I see. So we scroll down a little bit in this article here, which by the way, I did provide all these articles in our discord server. So for us admins, so take, take a look at that. Oh yeah, certainly. But yeah, it says force you to, uh, Share your screen all the time and fuck up the audio. Basically, it's been fine, but we'll go with it. But anyways, on November 2nd, Netflix Incorporated on Tuesday rolled out its mobile games globally to members with Android devices. Exploring new ground as competition differs in the big game than the video streaming pioneers home turf. It says that users will only require a Netflix subscription to play those games and there will be no additional fees or in-app purchases. So yeah, this actually is pretty interesting to see. Like they're already making these moves, and especially since they already acquired Night School Studio, they're now starting to gather some talent already. And it seems like Netflix is actually taking it, this whole thing seriously. Mm. Like it's just small games for now. Like they're just gradually building a gaming side up on them. But it's gonna be a bit of time, but. I feel like in a couple of years, like we may be viewing Netflix and gaming in a whole different light. Yeah, certainly. I can see that they're uh, tapping into like markets that aren't exactly like, let me see one second. Uh, how is Netflix? Uh, no, one second. Um, let's see. So, is Netflix popular in Spain, Italy, and Poland? I'm just wondering, because, like, I, I see that they're trying out markets that may or may not be as popular, so they don't roll out to, like, America and um, more of Europe and stuff, uh, just to make sure that, you know, that they don't release a bombshell and people in... Uh, where it's not popular, people will be like, eh, this is okay, I guess, you know. Right. It is possible. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, 
and all these nations for the most part have been part of like the uh, the European Union, as they say. And Europe's a pretty big market. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, but it's as but individually these Italy. I was gonna say individually these markets are not significant because the most influential nations in Europe would be like France, France, Germany, and England by a long yeah. shot. Those are the three major nations in Europe besides like Russia. Russia yeah. does own unique thing in its own right, as Alpaca has shown me at one point during one of our chats. What? I'm drawing a blank. But what's that reference to? It showed me a bunch of like knockoff games oh. and stuff that Russia had. Yeah, yeah. The the uh, was it uh, the Denny? I think it's called. What was it called? Um, uh, yeah, that was, yeah, Russia doesn't really do much for, like, video games, like, uh... Even though they did invent one of the most influential video games of all time, and that is motherfucking Tetris. I think you're going a little too uh uh advanced for me. Like you're you're singing uh what is it called? Corbinacci or something? <laughs> That's what's based on. It's it's loosely based on it for the sense it's like exactly the same except for a few like modern, uh, not modern. Uh, I'm a little bit more uh, minor uh, uh, edits to it, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, no the uh, the uh, markets in Russia are a little bit different. A little bit different. You know, bootlegs, bond oh, bootlegs. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. But going back, sorry. <laughs> but I was gonna say, but going back towards Netflix again, without going try to stray away from the topic too much. Um, yeah, yeah it's saying like, all right, choose some mobile games like Stranger Things, nineteen eighty four, Stranger Things three, the game, Card Blast, Teeter Up, and Shooting Hoops. Certainly. To Android, and it's looks like they're gonna be keeping expanding on this and. They may be a mobile juggernaut from all this, but so who knows? Yeah. Right. Anyways, I'm gonna start bringing up another topic. Cuties, the game. Sorry. Fine. <laughs> so, Paka. Yeah. How often would you say you want another bird in the Skyrim? I don't play the Elder Scrolls games. What the fuck? No, I don't want to watch Arcane. What the fuck? Uh, shut up, Netflix. Alright. <laughs> we literally just looked up Netflix stuff and I got an ad for Arcane League of Legends. <laughs> Make that a game. Oh, wait. <laughs> Goddamn ads. Uh, ad. Uh, what is it called? I forgot what it's called. <laughs> the Google thing, AdSense? Yeah, whatever the fuck it's called. The, um, you look up this, and now we're gonna feed you advertisements about it. <laughs> um, let's make oh, there we go. a game. Yeah. Oh, now wait. we're starting to get the thing, the stupid load. Alright, but yeah, there's a... But it's... 
have you ever wanted to play Skyrim as a board game? Um, no, but I know what you're getting at, and I'm glad that they're making Skyrim very accessible for people who don't even play video games now. That that's that's really really bold of Todd Howard to just make <laughs> a board game based on a video game to make Skyrim itself very accessible to more people who don't have a lot of video game platforms like people who own like you know the Wii or you know the PlayStation 3 but can't go out to uh you know the uh game store just grab a, a disc of Skyrim um if, if... <laughs> shut up <laughs> I see that Skyrim. I see that. Um, <laughs> I see that. Um, <laughs> is that a PlayStation Three uh, case? Hey there. Yeah, I do have a PlayStation Three game. Of oh, never mind. Um, but uh, fucking. I'm so glad that Todd Howard is being so bold as to allow Skyrim to be very accessible to pretty much everybody now. You can just buy a board game. You can play it on your Amazon Alexa. He is a very, very kind soul, you know? Oh, yeah. I'm sure all that Microsoft money is being used to make even more burden of Skyrim. Actually, there's another burden of Skyrim coming out later this year for Xbox Series X and PS5. There's another version of Skyrim. Hey, well, there we go. You know, <laughs> even Grandpa, Grand, Grandpa can play Skyrim. Oh my god! Skyrim through that cave! <laughs> <laughs> Skyrim for everybody. Skyrim for everybody. Let's go, everybody. Hashtag oh Skyrim God. for everybody. Use that as a hashtag in the description when this gets published, okay? <laughs> Skyrim for Skyrim everyone. for all. Rated E for everyone. No, rated KA for everyone. For kids and through adults. <laughs> rated B for Babby. <laughs> Boy, Bambi's going to be having fun with this game. Buy a soda, buy a soda. <laughs> I know that's Oblivion, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, I do have a copy of Oblivion and a copy of Morrowind in this room, so there we go, there we go. Um, I'm sorry. Probably <laughs> the most hype segment of the whole episode. Let's go. <laughs> My fucking every time I scream into my microphone, it it cuts itself off so it doesn't die. So uh, I'll be going like, Whoa, and then it'll kill. <laughs> so right. in reality, I've been going really, really loud for that, for that. Woo! All right. Anyways, Skyrim as a board game. Yeah. Hey, what a wonderful. Want to play Skyrim together? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I was gonna have a family game night, cause the game isn't multiplayer itself. Let's go play Dungeon Dragon, I mean Skyrim. <laughs> it's my Skyrim with dragons. <laughs> Let's insult the a dragon mod. <laughs> anyway. Mm, Alright.
So our next topic for today is for those who absolutely despise Harry Potter. This is what? good news for you. <laughs> um, so for those of you who hate Harry Potter, this is a brilliant day for you. What? Sorry. Um, yeah. Because Niantic, the makers of Pokemon Go, and this game, Harry Potter Wizards Unite, is going to be going offline on January 31st of 2022, and it will be delisted on December 6th. Once again, I have to side with Ghost Roller Game. I'm glad Game for President doesn't exist for this game. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um. I mean, yeah, it actually is kind of sad that, you know, people that are actual fans of this game are not going to be able to play it. But what? sorry, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I, that's what I mean. Like it is actually going to be kind of sad that for those who are genuine fans of this game, that they are not going to play it anymore. Yeah. But I did not. But yeah. However, I didn't. I did notice that not as many people talked about this game as Pokemon Go. I think that's like the breakout success. And I don't think they're ever going to capture that game ever again. Yeah, Pokemon Go was really really big way back one 2016 15 i think no 2016 to 17 and 18 and then uh these last past few years have been you know it's been it's been a thing they've been adding things and you know having pokemon bank right so you can like transfer it to the new games right yeah they've been doing that and in fact i do see what some people every now and then occasionally do pop up pokemon go I stopped playing it a while ago because I still want, I need a freaking battery bank to actually play that game. But <laughs> it, I do need I do need to check it out at some point because I I could use some walking. That's for sure. Imagine a game that like actually makes people go outside. I think because of the pandemic, that's why I went to shit. You know. Well, not only that, but they did that. They increased the drops of certain mat of materials in the game for pandemic use. I see. Yeah. So they like, increase the radius. You, you spin the Pokestops or whatever, so you can get goodies and stuff. So they tried and increase the odds of Pokemon appearing on location. They tried like their best to make it as safe as possible. I see, but yeah, no. Um, it was a goddamn phenomenon, you know. And at New York's uh Central Park, uh, fucking everyone's going around, crowded around the fucking thing. Um, I don't want to make it seem like it's a bad thing but i think some people got hurt because of it mm. um, i would that's how I sensational everyone it, but... was but yeah yeah pokemon go was like a big fucking sensation and you know um, you ever thought central park would be full with even more people than it already usually is right you know mm -hmm. yeah uh, so but I do go to Central Park. I could go to New York City every now and then because I do live about two hours from there by train. Yeah. So I can just take the train. I'm at New York City. I can go to Nintendo Store, Microsoft Store, and just hang out in New York City for a whole day and just and eat good food and stuff and then head home. It's a brilliant time. Yeah. Uh, so I, I must have made a mistake. It, it wasn't in 2015. All right. So never mind. But yeah. Holy yeah. crap, though. Those first few years were, like, insane. People actually got outside and had some sort of, like, community to them that they normally would never have if Niantic didn't release this and Nintendo didn't do such great marketing, you know? 
Mm. Imagine Pokemon that's free, but the catch is you have to walk to capture the Pokemon. But it's in real life. Pokemon go in real life. <laughs> Pikachu! Sorry. <laughs> oh my god, imagine if you made British Pokemon. I could see you doing that. Like, not like... I mean, granted, Sword and Shield was did take place in Scotland, British Isles. I do know that. I'm sorry, what? Wait, so they made Pokemon, like, canon to the real life? So, Pokemon, so, like, obviously, each region is based off a real-life yeah. region. So, the Kalos region is based off France. Oh, I see. Okay. Oh, the Aloha region based off Hawaii. What is and... the Hoenn region based on? Is it based on, like, New England? No. Each region up till Gen 4 was based off a part of Japan. I see. Okay. Well, what Gen Five came around? Gen Five was actually based off like New York City. Yeah, I I really noticed that after like uh, you know, um. But I think like, wow, wait. So whatever the Hoenn region and Johto region is based on, I want to live there if I ever move to Japan. You know. <laughs> Anyways, good. Yeah, I did. I enjoyed Alpha Sapphire Mega Ruby though. Those are good games though. That's beside the point. We have to get on to the next article, cause so you enjoyed the uh, the uh. The That's, we are, well, we are actually sorry. We are actually it's, this next article actually is slightly about Pokemon, so we can talk about that for a little bit. Oh yeah, certainly. It's supposedly, according to Alpaca, in this article here, Game Freak and Poke and Nintendo and creatures. They all file this new trademark called Lost Abyss. Yeah, I, I saw that because I was like, um, hmm, Lost Abyss. I, I didn't know if this was like going to be another spinoff or if it was going to be like uh, for the TCG. But um, a lot of, based off the article here, it's likely this will become a, a future TCG set. Yeah, because like um, with uh I remember in episode 16, you had me look up uh, uh, Shining Pearl, or, uh, you know. Um, and I, I was uh, I was wondering if this was related to it, because Lost Abyss, and I know Palkia, or uh, what is it? It was the... Uh, I, I know... Um, <clears throat> There's space, time, and distortion, I know that. I forgot which one does which. Yeah, I think, like... Um, one of them, like, has, like, a sort of, like, uh, heaven, hell, and purgatory sort of thing. Like, Darkrai is, like, uh, purgatory or hell, I can't remember. But Arceus is God. Yeah. And, uh, I think Palkia is heaven? I don't know. Uh, I don't no. care. No, 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 Palkia and, Palkia and the other one don't pertain yeah, we'll to... Dialga, there. Palkia and Dialga do not pertain to heaven or hell at all. They are space and time. Oh, okay. I'm misremembering stuff, but Lost Abyss kind of plays in that space and Gear time. Giratina Gear yeah. and Arceus are the ones that are heaven I and see. hell. I see. And those were Gen... 4. 4? Okay. Never mind then. 
Yeah, because... And Arceus was typically an event Pokemon, so you had to go out of your way to get Arceus. Sorry. Be it online, or you had to get like an event card or something like that to get them in the game. Or just, like, use the, uh... The, uh, bike glitch. The, uh... You, you ride back and forth way too much, and it fucks up the environment. <laughs> but, yeah. Love doing but, that. Yeah. All good stuff here. I mean, this like like you said, this is likely a training card set. Like they're probably gonna do some like refreshing of like the Arceus, Arceus, mm -hmm. Giratina, Palkia, Dialgus cards, and with them like that's the the Sinnoh starters because they're doing a lot with Sinnoh. Like not only are they doing these remakes, they're doing a full on open world Pokemon game. Yeah. There are Pokemon Pokemon Legends Arceus is a open world Pokemon game. Interesting. Hmm. Where you actually go out in the wild and you capture Pokemon and then you actually get hurt in battle. Like the trainer gets hurt in battle and stuff like that. Like the battles are a little bit more real time, but they are still turn based. Interesting. Wait, what what do you mean like they get hurt in real life? Or not in real life, the fucking <laughs> Imagine like, your phone tases you as you're playing it. <laughs> no, like like Pokemon can actually damage the player character. Oh, so like, um, this takes place a thousand years, a thousand about a thousand years before Sinnoh, before the events of Diamond Pearl, in the ancient version of Sinnoh called the oh, Isui yeah. region. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Um, was it? Didn't Captain? Uh, didn't Lieutenant uh, Surge say something about the Great Pokemon? Um, like war or something, and p people actually got killed and shit. I don't. I don't. I don't think this actually takes place during that because I know that like Pokemon X and Y reference this too. Yeah, because I don't. I don't know if it's because like yeah. I remember but, this was like a. Thing. But this takes place a thousand years before Diamond Pearl in like ancient Sinnoh, essentially, and you. So it's, you're you're playing an open world ancient Sinnoh. I see. Yeah, I might be misremembering it because, like, uh, I think it was like a fan theory. I might be misremembering it, but no, nah, anyways. Yeah, that seems pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I would check that game. out if you ever get a Switch. Yeah, because... yeah certainly. Certainly. Because um, I still have to play Smash Brothers with you and Ghost Weller. Yeah, yeah. If we could ever get Ghost Weller to get a Switch somehow. Or me. And that. I'll probably get one of those hacked ones. Actually, didn't didn't the, like uh the guy who uh uh create those well, thing... workarounds didn't he get like uh thrown in jail? <laughs> well, not only that, but you have to keep in mind that the hacked switches are the launch switches. Yeah. So I have a launch switch. I could hack mine if I want to, but I don't. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on to the next topic here. Wow, we're actually going through this pretty fast this time around. I'm actually pretty impressed. Certainly. Where are you like two, three, four? We're like six topics in. We're already blitzing those if they're, if they're nothing. Yeah, there was a hacker called Gary Bowser, and he got uh, he was he pleaded guilty and got thrown in jail. He said ten years, four point five million in damages. 
<laughs> so, uh... Right, so we have a couple articles here that pertain to, you know, Marvel stuff. Uh, because I kind of felt like, you know, if Ghostweather was here, he would have been able to talk about his thoughts on some of the stuff, but... Yeah. Guess who decided to do something with Monica? I'm gonna go with that. Be careful. Just kidding. No, I have to be aware because then I have to be. Soul. That's right. <laughs> I shouldn't even say such horrifying images. That's right. It's terrifying. Absolutely disgustingly mm. horrible. Oh my god. I'm, oh my! I feel bad. I'm gonna. Of my, uh, you know, somebody's making fun of me. Oh my god! What is this? The internet? Sorry. <laughs> anyway. So pretty much the highlight of this whole thing is that. Well, actually, I'm gonna mention right now. So wait, friends this rock is... on each other. What? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, we do have confirmation for when Spider-Man is gonna be added to the PlayStation version of the game. That's on November 30th, it looks like. But keep in mind, the worst part about this whole thing, this Marvel's Avengers game for Square Enix, Spider-Man's only available on PlayStation. You can't get this character on PC or Xbox. <laughs> what? Man, fuck you, Sony. God damn you. Fucking Intel sends, like, Intel makes, like, a... 10th gen like uh avengers version of the chips and you're in your barring fucking spider-man what the fuck <laughs> sorry it's just like what you know <laughs> yeah it's just like you look at this and you're like clearly they shell out a lot of money for this they really fucking it do like what the fuck Sony really wants to keep Spider-Man locked to their ecosystem at all because of the stupid film rights. God damn. What? But, so it's Spider-Man as the character of a hero, not like Peter Parker or Miles Morales. It didn't exactly say which Spider-Man it is. Oh, wait, it's Peter Parker. Okay, well... Maybe but they could release like Amaro Morales like exclusive to the Xbox and PC or something. I don't know. I highly doubt that. Yeah, no, they wouldn't. But people, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, if some person is smart enough, who knows if they'll hack hack the data for the PlayStation version, try to find a way to transplant that over to the PC. It'll probably doubt be it. on the PC in the files, but like locked behind like you know, yeah kind of like how, yeah probably thought that as well um i another thing that pertains is that despite this exciting news that spider-man's gonna be on there um square enix officially admits that marvel's avengers was a disappointment they officially unveiled it and who who was surprised by that Wait, it was a big disappointment. Oh my god. Who'd have known? They had to actually admit it live and say like, Yeah, we're wrong. You know, it was it was a disappointment. Eh. You know, they didn't like try to fix it or at least can it and like re-release it. 
Yeah, so pretty much what they were saying is that Square Enix, you know, they were like, hey, we thought that the studio, you know, Crystal Dynamics would be a decent fit for this game because they've done a lot of action games. But they did not work out very well for games as a service. And who's surprised? Uh, all I'm going to say is uh, I'm glad they're opening up to it and not being childish and guilt tripping people and saying, well, it would be a better game if X or Y and not because as a publisher, we're supposed to release actually good content and not bitch when people don't like it, you know? Additionally, <laughs> so. uh, they are removing the, they are removing the pay to win experience boosts that were in the game that was added way back in October. Nice. So they are removing that. But yeah, I wish we had Ghostwell for the for the Marvel topics. I'm sure he would have had a good chunk to say on the. Especially because he's he's a big comic book sort of person. He'd probably have a good chunk to say on this because. I'm not a comic book guy at all, so I have nothing to really say about this. I definitely like to catch up on him uh, next week. Or if he joins, like, mid-recording, I don't know. Interesting, right, he's without... online on Discord, but he's not doing anything. Yeah, it's like... He's not even saying, weird, but... I'm sorry, can I join in? You know, it's, it's, it's great. <laughs> right. And... The more interesting Marvel game is another Marvel game, not Adventures. There's another one that got delayed. There's one Marvel game that did get delayed. That's Marvel's Midnight Suns. So, are you familiar with this game by any chance? Uh, not not really. No, I've only heard about this Avengers game. Right. So, Marvel's Midnight Suns is actually being developed by Farak, which is the same studio. That's responsible for the Civilization series and XCOM. Okay. And they were essentially developing a XCOM-like... An XCOM, it, it's, X, it's an XCOM-like Marvel game with card-based mechanics. Oh, no, I definitely have heard about this. Excuse me. Um, yeah, I see. I see that's sweet. Yeah. Um, hmm. Well... I'd love it if they delete it, but, you know, in case it's like, you know, because like, I don't believe that XCOM, like XCOM like games are, you know, like, uh, it, I don't believe they're, uh, easy, easy to like, um, I know it's just like turn-based, kind of like Fire Emblem, right? If I remember correctly. Or Mario Rabbids that that use the same formula. Yeah, so like, I mean, so it's, it's like, like a, you move around a map, you take cover, and you shoot them. I see. Yeah, so, um, I and find, it's all turn based too. So there you go. Yeah, I figure um, mixing in shooting and melee combat, it does take a little while to plan out how that sort of uh, level design works. So, because like you could have. Like, uh, I don't know, like, Iron Man has, like, his laser blaster, like, palm, like, uh, laser, whatever the fuck it's called. Um, but then, 
Captain America can throw a shield, but what if it doesn't return, you know? What if you miss and it doesn't return or something? You'd have to kind of, like, I don't know. There's a lot of, like, cool things they can do with the Avenger characters. So, uh... And, like... So, wait, so this is just uh, Marvel characters in general that they have access to? Yeah, so this also includes okay. X-Men, because the trailer did include X-Men, so yeah, it's, all, it's all the Marvel characters. Okay, and they're so. using, and, and supposedly they're using these extra months to add more story to the game, cinematics, and just polishing the game. Which... So it's Probably not the Avengers games, uh, or characters, I mean, sorry. Um, yeah. yeah, well, with the X-Men too, like, and having, like, because uh, um, I know Spider-Man's a very uh by character, as we just discussed. Um, if they could do something to make, like, Spider-Man um, maybe in the story like part of the like symbiote suit sort of thing because i always found that interesting how spider-man can have like a darker side uh that he has to control but he can't it's like an addiction that um increases your strength and stuff but you can't control yourself sometimes um i'd love for him to have like a, a duality sort of thing where he can like be Spider-Man, but he can also be the symbiote suit, but for however many times, like, for for the entire level, so you have to plan out, should I infect him now or later on in the level? You know, sort of something like that. There's a lot of things that go into turn-based sort of combat shooters, so... And Not with that, you have to deal this... with critical hit values and damage values, you have to deal with hit rate and all this other stuff and like balancing them out like that all that stuff down because i play a lot of strategy games myself especially the civilization series and just like yeah 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 and especially like our like strategy rpgs like fire Emblem too and it's like what i'm trying to get yeah. at is that there's a wide variety of characters that they could like um they have to really know the extent of the characters and what they can do and what their abilities are so i'm just saying that there's a lot, there's a, they can make, they could fine tune them, making them very unique from one another. Like Hulk is, you know, can hurt really fucking badly, but he's slow and he can only move so many spaces, I guess. If they go for that type of thing, you know, right. or uh, he can leap, but unless he lands on near an enemy square, he can't uh, hurt them and he has to recover or something like that. You know, just cool, like little, like, uh, this character can only do this much or limitations to each character you're this one's speedier but uh, i hope you understand what i'm trying to say oh absolutely you know it you know it um anyways i feel like i'm gonna move on to the topic here and this is the fact that take two 2k cancels a 53 million dollar game from hangar 13 and from what i understand the hangar 13 team is responsible for the mafia games oh nice so they were it looks like they were about to build a new ip for themselves and take two canceled it uh, now are you familiar with the mafia games um no, at least played it. It looks like they're like open worldish games who, you know. Yeah, no, I haven't uh, played the Mafia games, but I do think it's, um, if I remember correctly, it's it's a very 
story driven sort of yeah. world, but that's not that's not supposed to be a little like Far Cry type of formula, but more like it's got its you know it's got its thing to it. I can't remember yeah. properly though. Yeah. So the game here that they're so what's being described here is that it's been development in various forms in 2017. Was set to feature superheroes competing in online gameplay. It was set to be a new intellectual property for Hangar 13, but 2K didn't see it as a worthwhile investment. Which I'm surprised that they would cancel something like this, considering, you know, games as a service, multiplayer games. Like that's what they're so that's what they want. Yeah, certainly. <laughs> I see a lot but, of that going on. Like, are they doing Marvel or DC? Are they making their old cast superheroes? I mean, I prefer their old cast of heroes. Mm. Or like, or like a create your own hero sort of game where you can like pick between your powers and stuff like that and just compete. Are you that saying to it me could be like a, a hero sort of shooter thing, but not like you know like that, but not like Overwatch, but more like a no, I mean like one. Maybe not story driven because it said it had online gameplay, so it seemed like it was going oh. to be an online multiplayer game, like an arena style game. I feel like, oh, like no, imagine no, no. you had like these, and like imagine having these like these wide vertical levels, like, they're both wide vertical, and mm -hmm. like depending on what powers you have, you can have like different abilities, like climbing up walls or flying across the map. But each power has like a certain amount of like they. You can't. I mean, let's just face it. If you're gonna be able to fly. You have, there's gotta be some drawbacks, like certain powers you can't take, or like it, like power should, like certain powers, like flight should, like, you know, have more of a usage. So it's like, you can only have so many different powers and it's just like, okay, which ones do I want to go for? Do you want to have like a mobility option, like fly, or do I want to go like climb walls? Or like, so like the idea is that like, depending on what powers you pick, it's like, okay, I can only have like this amount in power powers, like strength powers, I can only have this amount in mobility powers and this much in defense powers. And it's just like, okay, so if you if you can fly, then you can't necessarily quick dodge or anything like that because you know you can fly. Mm -hmm. Or climb walls, because again, you can fly. Yep. Or like if you have like, you know, if you have like laser beams like you can't necessarily cause like it's a weaker laser beam so that's fine but you can't do like super ridiculous laser beams that can be more powerful no 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 like i feel like a potential for an arena style superhero game where like, these maps are rather large and you can like mobile you can have like high mobility like, crazy mobility stuff and whatnot would be absolutely crazy or like one thing can you do with the certain builds of heroes that you can make will be like, hey, I want to sacrifice like the maximum cap of, you know, my mobility abilities for more defense or more offense capabilities. Certainly. And that will make things more interesting because it's like, okay, I might not be able to fly, but I could be an absolute magical destruction bomb. But a glass can at the same time. I I mitigated all my mobility points and my defense points for pure offense, ridiculous bullshit. Yeah, and like what I was saying with the uh, <laughs> uh, XCOM type of shooter, um, is that there is be like a lot of balance and with, with uh, at least that type of game versus like a hero shooter like this. Um, yeah, which is 
I, mean, I don't know if it's a first-person shooter. Did it say? No, it didn't say whether or not it was. But if it's if if it's from Mafia developers, then they probably would have been more used to third-person games. So probably yeah. would have been a third-person, like a, a third-person superhero competitive gameplay. It looks like, and that just sounds pretty fun. Like Battlefront, but uh, not Star Wars, and uh, also not Supply Drop. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god, imagine that. So, oh my god, how would you do supply drops? Like, imagine just having a supply drop and you have like this fucking kryptonite sort of bullshit that's not like necessarily like, kryptonite, but like then yeah. making you like weaker, it makes you stronger or something like that. And then you get power boost just from freaking crates off in the sky. Like, god damn it. And imagine if it's uh, not kryptonite, but actually, <laughs> let's say the kryptonite is one of the three slot machines. Uh, slot machine dials, and if you hit it, you get nothing. <laughs> so, you only get what's in the middle, or what's to the left, and the one over there, you know, to the right. <laughs> so, that'd be quite funny. It's like, a big middle finger. <laughs> Even though they're illegal in a lot of places now, because they're gambling simulators you pay real money for, and all that shit. Anyways... <laughs> Yeah, um, I don't think we have any other thoughts on this. Oh, I mean, hey, it's speaking of uh, microtransactions, though, what's hey, the next game? Games of Service. Oh, 2K. <laughs> they love their microtransactions, especially GTA Online. Yep. So more money for 2K because, oh, boy, they need their money to burn the fire pit. And less money for Epic Games because, shall we move on to the next article? Oh, yes, because Fortnite in China is shutting down. Oh, yep. Which, uh... Woo! No, I'm just kidding. Wait. No. Oh, I I'm swear to God. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I know Woo. our good friend Ghostwiller would want to re take refuge in China right now if he could. Woo! Sorry. That's yeah. that one reason why he doesn't have to hear Fortnite jingles every single time or default dances. Yeah. Hey, Ghostbusters the game, move to China. I promise you, you'll be free of the Fortnite curse, but you'll have to be on a curfew of gaming, so have fun with that one. Anyway, so... The Chinese version of Fortnite is going to be shutting down this month. And they accept accepting registrations for new players. It was no longer available for down as of Monday. And this game was developed was launched in China in 2018 partnership with Tencent. And let's see if they gave me a reason as to. Oh, no, they had no reason, but yeah. And but they said that the game was never approved by the Chinese government and therefore could not officially launch and monetize services. So. Rip. Ah, uh, yes. I, Big rip. I show the article, but. But yeah, rip. made in China, banned in China. <laughs> Baited China, death in China. Like, Ugh, that is really Epic sad. Games is gonna be kind of aggro, but I know a certain ghost of the game is gonna be super ecstatic. He'd be probably playing coffin dance during the streams. Well, he'll be doing that. He's going to have some fun time with Monica. And oh, yeah, it's going to be great. 
I didn't say it. Didn't say it. Yes, exactly. That vulnerable no. soul. No, no, I didn't say sans. I said I didn't say it. Okay. <laughs> uh, God, Ghostwell is already gonna hate me as it already is. Do you know what? I don't care anymore. Okay, next, <laughs> next. We're gonna talk about how there's a now alpaca. You found this article yourself, and you mentioned how this person named Lydia Ellery, uh had a similar name to the the popular show nowadays called Squid Game. Jesus. And she might be losing her work because well Oh hey, guess who pinged on Discord. Anyways, uh so um yes, this thing. Uh so this is somebody who uh Give me one second. This is like a Instagram and uh, a user and a Twitch streamer. Um, so way back in like when was when did she created? Uh, she had it for like eleven years. So let's just say she made it in two thousand eleven. Um, so you know what ended up happening was um, she. Uh, made a uh instagram handle i believe that said uh at squid game who would have thought that 11 years later netflix would make a game about uh squid and then or like name it squid game and make it like a saw sort of like um wipeout sort of game um sort of uh show. netflix show sorry um so uh, imagine Rip. naming yourself something, and then some somebody comes along and makes it something that's way more popular than you, and then you get tagged because they're tagging that um, franchise, but your Twitter handle is that franchise, or your Instagram handle is that franchise. And then, like, imagine being harassed because some fucking mega fans are like, really obsessed with this show and now you're getting harassed by it you know so like yeah it's just it's just a case of unfortunate circle like coincidences like it's like hey um i think this is a nice name you know i kind of want to establish myself for this it's gonna be great well and the next thing you know it has happened that this show happens like a few years many years later and then it's like oh shoot my favorite my name is just tarnished and it, i don't know what to re even rename myself exactly because it says her name was lydia and mm -hmm. squid um rhymes with uh uh lid which what she was nicknamed or for short um and she put game because she wanted to do uh, gaming stuff. And so, um, you know, and just the fact that, like, you'd name yourself this and then somebody comes along and makes a more popular franchise that it coincidentally has the same name. Um, I don't know if she has grounds to, uh, like, sue or something. I don't know. I wouldn't say that, but grounds to, like... You know, it's just really fucking. You're right, because this whole thing was actually a show that's based off something in South Korea. Yeah, and they added game just because 
Oh, it sounds better if for like uh tags basically. Um mm -hmm. you know. Um it's just really sad that this person had a uh a moniker that happened to be also the name of a brand new show that is way more popular than her and these people think the best thing that to do is just harass her for no fucking reason. I would not want anyone to go over this person and just harass them because like that is really really bad you know i don't condone any of that bullshit even if you hate the person don't do it you know it, it, all you're doing is making yourself look like a toxic asshole you know so um and i know netflix isn't condoning it but i'm just saying in general don't make fun of like not not make fun uh don't harass people just because they're freaking you know just because their name happens to be also part of i know it's confusing but netflix should have been a bit more uh careful um or at least made sure that their handle that what, what if what if lydia what if netflix con contacted lydia bought the handle and she replaced it or something like that would be fucking really, that that would avoid this situation but the thing is they probably don't care they don't care that she's getting harassed you know it's the fucking exactly. worst part you know yeah yeah i hear you um yeah i think at this point we can move on to the next topic i mean it, like i mean it just it's just unfortunate that she went that situation and we can't go any further without it though so. Yeah, I really don't think we can. No. Otherwise, we'd just be being a dead horse again and it just would not be fun. I guess not. So our next topic involves an official from our good friends at Activision Blizzard who have been covering since episode four. Yeah, the ones who uh, aren't really good friends. and yeah. Oh, yeah, the, the, the our good friends that we had a roast on them for since the entire beginning of the series oh this got a the, the one that one got a, it. it got sorry um, no, this is this this is the same company that ghost weather games still likes to play games of even though the other two hosts are not interested anymore and no i'm not buying vanguard no matter how long of a honeymoon phase people have about it it's not a great. I, game. I I I've already, you know what? It's funny. I just bought this. I bought this freaking game. I got my PS5 because I wanted a freaking game to play on it. And Cold oh, War. It's Vanguard. Oh, Cold War. Okay. And I haven't really touched the game ever since. You know, Ghostwilder had us play with him. Yeah. Just, I <laughs> I prefer to. I unfortunately prefer to play. You know. My my one of my favorites are like. Advanced, advanced warfare and infinite warfare. I'm like in the unpopular opinion. I like those two the most. Honestly, yeah. Um, for me though, it's like, it's it's so stale. There's no content until the entire time it's dead, and then by the time it's dead, nobody's playing it. They move on to the next one, and then you also get like less content on the next one. You know. Uh -huh. Exactly. Okay, let's, let's take a look at this. So, Jen O'Neill, 
who became one of the co-rulers of Blizzard after the previous CEO left, um, left the company. And now Mike Ibarra is now the sole ruler of Blizzard. Not Activision Blizzard. That goes to Bobby Kotick, which we all wish we could lift the middle finger right now, but I don't feel like you're adding another demonetized box, so there we go. I've been... I'm going to be honest uh, with the... Uh, you know, Kodak, he's fucking, like, he, he's promising all this shit, and he's probably cutting his own salary for it. Don't mention it, just say it, and I'm gonna say I'm gonna do that, and then do it. Don't, don't just say it, and then not do it, I mean. I may, I might have mis misspoke. Um, with, with, with Bobby Kodak, you need to do, not say. That is how you support these people. You don't give yourself brownie points or something you haven't already fucking did, you know? You didn't even fucking do it just yet, you know? Imagine. The one thing she... So, supposedly... Supposedly in... So, O'Neill was someone who originally was in Vicarious Vision, which was absorbed by Blizzard. So, rest in peace, Vicarious Vision. So, you made... Yeah. A pretty good Tony Hawk, what I've heard, a good Tony Hawk remake. Yeah. Even though they shouldn't, I should have been left, left in the dirt. No. Mm. According to some. Anyways. Yeah, so this is what she said, supposedly corporate speak, but who knows? What can you do? <laughs> right. I'm doing this not because I am without hope for Blizzard. Quite the opposite. I'm inspired by the passion of everyone here, working towards meaningful, lasting changes with their whole hearts. This energy has inspired me to step out and explore how can I do more to have games and diversity intersect and hopefully make a broader industry impact that will benefit Blizzard and other studios as well. While I'm not totally sure what form that will take, I'm excited to embark on a new journey to find out. Mm, no. Yeah, corporate no. uh, I've made the decision to step away from uh, this. Uh, not doing this because I'm without hope for Blizzard. You are literally fleeing a sinking ship. Uh, quite the opposite. You're inspired by the passion of everyone here. Everyone. Yep, even the fucking frat boys who are uh, pulling a bunch of heinous shit, you know? Uh... At least make your corporate speech make sense and not sound a hundred percent like bullshit. I'm glad you're leaving. I'm glad she, this person's leaving. But my God, can you make it like not seem like you're trying to cover up the fact that there's a big fucking lawsuit against these fucking you know? I don't know. I keep on venting because like I'm I'm just fucking annoyed at this, you know? It's like, it's like a company like, that made a series that you deeply loved at one point in time is just getting completely publicized by the disastrous stunt of, like, yeah. what's been building for years. And I'm sorry for you, who's been a huge fan of... who used to be a fan, a fan of Call of Duty, just feels kind of betrayed. And oh, I... Even with COD, like, they fucking slack on it way too much, and they force uh, the actual studio developers to, like, cut out things, like a 
for Black Ops 4, there was no campaign, no nothing. It was split in this fucking tiny little, like, movies you'd win after you beat the tutorial for, for all those characters. It was fucking stupid. Um, and with Cold War, that was that was disgusting. Uh, Bone Warfare uh, 2019 was actually pretty good. Um, but then they forced Sledgehammer to stop, and then Treyarch had to uh, pass the... They had to pass the buck on the Treyarch. And Vanguard looks not fun right now. That's Sledgehammer's um, game right now, I believe. Cause they... Yeah, Sledgehammer doesn't look good, even if they, you know, <laughs> changed, like, uh, what they were working on to a brand new thing. Um, also, you notice how I haven't uh, been playing Far Cry 6 at all? This, yeah, is, brought, he, this is brought to light be because... Yeah, this is brought to light. Um, some of the other uh, fucking shit that... Uh, other game companies that I play uh, games of. So, you know, it's uh, it's kind of fucking... Uh, it's it's enlightening. It's enlightening, you know? Um, oh, I'm going to wait for Far Cry 6 to be on sale and then play it, because, like, at least it won't be able or to used. support them. Or used. Yep, I could get it. Wait, no, PC doesn't have a discs anymore if you have xbox one you can get it used yeah but um I'm, I'm not playing a shitty trash tier fucking port you know <laughs> i mean sure if you had a series x then i would say yeah get that used then yeah but as for me though you know my history with you know, blizzard is that i've you know I have, you know, on my belt here. I do have a couple games from them. I, I mean, not on this shelf, because I've practically avoided most of them. I mean, as you saw, I had Call of Duty on my rack there, and I'm looking through my collection right now. I do have Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 in this yeah. collection. But beside the point, what I'm getting at, too, is that I used to play World of Warcraft back around those times with Battle Lich King and Cataclysm expansion packs. Mm-hmm. I also had played Overwatch on my PC. Yeah. And it's just like, I haven't had time to, you know, go back and play those games, but these situations really makes me not want to go back to them as much. Period. Nah. And, Overwatch, and Overwatch 2 on top of it is not really as useful because Overwatch 2 players can still play with Overwatch 1 players. They actually made the game so that way Overwatch, if you have Overwatch 1 and Overwatch 2, those two games can actually play together. That's actually what, I, what I've what i been wanting from my game, being able to, like, uh, port stuff over. So, oh, that's pretty cool. Yes. Hmm. Yeah, so in other words, like, if you only want the PvP, you could just buy Overwatch 1, and you're still going to get the updates as, like, Overwatch 2 would. I see. Because the PvP two games are going to be identical, so technically, over if you yeah, just if you don't want to buy Overwatch two for the PvP PVE content, you just stick with Overwatch one, and then you're going to get the same multiplayer content Overwatch two, and then you the two games can just play together. I see. But while that may be good, and that they're de developing Diablo four, I'm probably not going to get either of those games. No. Likely not. Unless something stupid happens in which, like, I, for some reason, like, this whole rant, you know, like, of activists, whether it's completely forgotten about, which 
by the logic of this channel and based on how often we've been covering Activision Blizzard stuff, it's likely not going to go away. Hopefully it's not, you know? I mean... It's going to be stuck on the line. I know certain channels like Game Explain, which is a, usually a Nintendo-covered channel, is not covering Activision Blizzard stuff at this time due to this whole crazy thing going on. Yeah. I mean, as long as they don't make another late April Fool's joke, you know? Right. Uh, don't you guys have phones? Don't you guys have phones? <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. We're also not mobile gamers. Um, yeah. We also... Exactly. Uh, I mean, no disrespect, for it, but... Uh, this is your big reveal. <laughs> Sorry. God no, damn, no, that was such a fucking shit show. Yeah, it just reminds me like how much that company of Activision Blizzard has become. Does it like all the all the studios in the Activision half are slowly grinding out Call of Duty. All the studios in the Blizzard portion of the company, which now includes Vicarious Visions, are all focused on what feels like the same projects, but Overwatch just gets another thing because it just became the breakout hit, darling. A blizzard. Yeah, it has. Besides World of Warcraft, too. They're just going to keep doing World of Warcraft content. They're working on Diablo 4 and then the Overwatch. And it's like, well, you're making it so Blizzard does all your other original games and then Activision just well, keeps farming Call of Duty. Which is really depressing, you know? You, you it think is. that um, if they funneled so many developers and so many fucking time into it, that it would turn out really good, but it, like you know how um, a lot of computers only use one CPU. That's because mm -hmm. they have to interact with each other, and there's like a little latency. And it feels like it feels like um, like that. Activision has so many fucking hands in the in the uh, kitchen that everyone's bumping into each other and fucking everything up. You know. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Honestly, I hear it. And another thing, to, going back to Activision Blizzard again, it does mention here uh, Activision's one million dollar grant to win in Games International in her honor. But uh, who the hell knows? So again, it's just this whole situation with Activision Blizzard and her leaving. While it is nice to have a, you know a female representation to try and you know make themselves feel good. Having that one member leave just makes it all the worse. I hope they feel absolutely disgustingly terrible, but I, I hope that makes them mix Bobby Kotick and fucking everyone else at Act Activision Blizzard. That's not a uh, waste of uh, semen. Uh, is you know actually disgust about it. Right. I hear you loud and clear. I'm think at this point. Let's not rag on. We have a couple more articles here to go. We're actually blitzing through this faster than the last few episodes, surprisingly. We're at an hour and a half, and we're almost done with all the topics. After this one here, we have four more to go. So we're cruising. Boys, we're cruising. Oh, is this... Uh, excuse me about my camera. Um, this is the one that, that you brought up where yeah, a company called Meta, Meta that isn't Facebook is willing to sell the name for a hefty price. So Alpaca, you you brought this article up. Why don't you talk about what you found in this article and we could just discuss it. 
certainly. Um, if you could show them the uh, Beta PC's tweet where it says it shows Zuckerberg, the Meta logo in the PC. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm currently loading what they're trying to do. Oh, excuse me, sorry. Yeah, um, so I'm scrolling down toward that line here, and. Once the whole thing loads, it probably will make a bit more sense. Oh, there's a link there, too. I might do that. But yeah, there's a link down here I can just click. I'm probably going to load. It's going to load up eventually. But pretty much what's going okay. on is um, Meta PC, a gaming manufacturer based in Phoenix, Arizona, that sells custom desktops, laptops, and other whatever. Yeah. And Joe Darger and Zach Shutt, the company's founders, have been operating at Meta PC for over a year now and applied for the Meta trademark back in August. The duo doesn't own the name yet, but they're still ahead of Zuckerberg. However, Darger and Shutt are willing to part with the name if Zuckerberg forked over $20 million in cash. Yeah. Um, oh, now the tweets load. What I was going to yeah, get at it, is that um, basically what you're saying um because he gave me the floor but um you know it's funny um they don't actually have to do anything they got fucking um <laughs> they got like five thousand percent of an increase in followers because like with uh social media at least um because of because of fucking uh this this name change uh yeah what's funny though is that <laughs> um they're called meta PCs and, uh, you know, uh, what, what, what's funny is that, um, for me is that, um, the idea that Facebook could, could just buy this and, or could they, fuck, they could just buy out the entire damn company. I don't know. <laughs> and like Facebook PC gaming to, to promote their, uh, uh, Facebook gaming sort of thing. That would actually be pretty kind of cool, actually. Ingus Maximus. No, no, no. I'm actually being serious. Like, that would actually be kind of funny. But the fact oh, that the they get... Oh, the tweet loaded up. Here we go. The fact we that they the get tweet. publicity because of it, um, either they don't do anything about it, or they actually do this. And I wonder, I actually truly 100% wonder, um, what would they rebrand to, you know? <laughs> Right. So I have the tweet loaded up here now, and it shows Mark Zuckerberg holding a PC that this company Meta has built. Yeah. So it's kind of just them poking fun. Like you said, it's just them poking fun at the Meta naming. And yeah, it's just a whole weird situation because it's just like, who is really in the right first? Because Meta PC yeah. still hasn't. While they're farther along in the trademarking process, still isn't done yet. So they don't legally own that title yet. Yeah. I but mean... <laughs> Meta, which is which was Facebook, has a shit ton more capital behind its back. Yeah. I mean, what they could do is uh, finish up real quick and then cash in on it. But I don't know. <laughs> be quite that'd be quite like hilarious actually they're like rushing to get the trademark process done and then uh some idiots stuck and like they're like hmm how do i make this a trademark or something somebody in congress uh uh progress uh somebody in congress is just like hmm, trademark <laughs> like 
Ooh, trademark. <laughs> you know, something like that, and they fuck up. Um, uh, and then they call it um, Metal PC. <laughs> and then Zuckerberg yeah. comes along and is like, Haha, get fucked! Or something like that. <laughs> Uh, oh my god, just thinking about that, it's just like, imagine if like they were trying to name, you know... If, yeah, imagine if Meta PC literally just got the trademark and bailed, and then all of a sudden it's like, like Meta tried to file for copyright, and they can't cut that copyright is existed still, and they yeah. can't do anything about it, like, motherfuckers. Yeah, and then they end up like, uh, uh, or... What I was thinking is, if what if Meta PC got fucked over by uh, the people who make trademarks and actually they accidentally call it like Metal PC? <laughs> That's what that was what I was joking about. But uh, eh, anyway, um, I mean this is quite you know this is just a little topic. I mean, oh yeah, absolutely. I mean you know having a like uh oculus and stuff they might actually be able to buy meta pc is what i was also going to get at um they could buy meta pc and then like once if they if they get to um it uh fast enough before meta pc um they could then buy this stuff and then you could have oculus or meta and meta pc meta vr meta pc and then with facebook gaming you could have this entire big fucking like branding thing i thought that would be kind of funny because they already got like uh resident evil 4 vr and san andreas vr is coming out soon so i, I think that would be pretty fucking funny if they actually went ahead with that plan but then again there's all this roadblocks and stuff you know Right. All right. And I know our next article is something I thought would be pretty interesting to talk about because, you know, with 5G deploying all over the country, it's, you know, people are going to want their 5G pretty soon because 5G is the hype thing right now for wireless signals and everything because. Let's let's face it. I want a 5G phone. I want those super fast data speeds. Yeah, I know some people think, hey, you know, 5G gives cancer, but, you know, <laughs> I was going to make that joke, too. Wait, <laughs> what What if you get what if you don't get hired because like you you like, you know, what, what if somebody like fucking like does something dense and like, um, oh, you want a 5G phone? I'm going to borrow you from my, from my life, you know, and then you turn out normal. Well, they walk off and don't do jack shit with their lives, you know. Right, I, I hear you. Like, those like... types of people are fucking insane. No offense, just like jeez. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. But anyways, yeah, this article here that they that's brought up here mentions how AT and T and Verizon they're experiencing a five G expansion over aircraft safety issues. It's saying the FAA is worried about interference with cockpit systems. So in other words, what this means is that. The 5G towers could hit, you know, communicate with the airline, the the signals from airplanes or whatever, and it will screw over the cockpit system. I see where this comes from. Um, okay. All right. Um, yeah, so uh, 
and I see where they're coming from because like uh you know how you can't really use Wi-Fi around Bluetooth stuff and also mm -hmm. data because it'll screw each other up I think this is the same exact thing I think that's what they're worried about um that's uh what which is sad but yeah I mean as long as it doesn't actually do that you know but uh I see what they're saying it's quite a it's quite an issue for me it's like yeah they're probably gonna it's this is probably gonna be something that they're gonna be working with for a while like a lot of these c-band 5g you know they're probably gonna watch they're trying to know it Verizon AT&T are gonna try and work on this well it seems like T-Mobile gonna keep with Sprint's assets they're gonna keep building up their 5g network no matter what and it may put T-Mobile mm -hmm. ahead of the 5g race because simply they have to deal with the controversy of a delay like this oh yeah certainly and this will be the time in which you can actually get T-Mobile servers in Nebraska. Woo! <laughs> 5G in Nebraska. Woo! And, uh, you know. <laughs> now, now we don't have to now, us at T-Mobile can now literally embrace Nebraskans. Just kidding, fuck Nebraska. <laughs> um. Uh. Anyway, yeah, but that was that was one of the jokes in the earlier episodes. Like, that was true though. Like, if you still go on the four G, like uh, that same website page, okay. Nebraska is still not covered. Do not live smack dab in the middle of Nebraska because you will. Or like northeastern Maine, or like, or northeastern, yeah. like northern Maine, or like parts of Idaho. Yeah, fucking places like that. Holy shit. Imagine, imagine it being 2021 and you don't have fucking cell tower coverage over there. What the fuck? You know? <laughs> what, Nebraska have some sort of like tariff or something with the T Mobile or something? God damn. <laughs> Uh, hopefully with this deal, Nebraska can get their 5G from T-Mobile and what? not be mean. <laughs> they, I, I hope it happens, but who knows? Uh, but anyways. Yeah, let's just take a look at... Okay, never mind. They don't have... There's not much else to say. But anyways, let's move on to another article. That was a fun one. Yeah. <sighs> but now we have to, get to talk about how Meta is supposedly going to be opening physical stores. We talked about a different Meta earlier. Now we're going to the Meta that was Facebook. Yeah. Now that went through so guys, and started selling their PCs. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, anyways, really, uh, this, yeah, this is different. Um, this is Facebook. So... Yeah, we got over here. What do we got over here? Um, <laughs> we got metaphysical stores, <laughs> which is that, that's a great play on words. Not really. Anyways, uh, let's get back to that. All right. So these stores are going to not only show off like the Oculus headsets, which are going to be renamed to Meta headsets. But they're also going to show off like the portal gadgets that they own and the uh, collaboration with Ray Bond on the augmented reality glasses. 
all this sort of stuff. It's going to mostly be like virtual reality and our augmented reality products mostly. So it's another tech store, basically like Micro Center, but based around one specific brand, not just like being a tech store. And not only one specific brand, but like a specific product, because there's no way you can actually sell Facebook or WhatsApp or Instagram in a physical store. Because they're and, all unless free they monetize Facebook. That'd be Oh my Oh my god. Imagine having to go to the freaking store to buy like a Facebook gift card to then just use that for Farmville. Nineteen dollar Facebook card. It's all all wasted on Farmville. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Dump it all on Farmville. Just that that those crops can't come fast enough, boy. I know they cannot. I need those apples in by five p.m. sharp. Uh, yep. Let's go. Let's go, Cletus. <laughs> go on the farm. <laughs> well. This is the show where we get to watch both of us go dimensionally in shit insane for no apparent reason. That's an alternate universe where we're hillbillies. <laughs> Look at this photograph. Look at this photograph. <laughs> Anyways, herbider, derbider. What the fuck happened to my model? I didn't fucking fly off. This is that. It just went flat. It was like, no more red egg for me. No more red egg for me. Ah! I tried to make it to disappear, but it didn't. So uh, I'm just going to go into OBS and like uh, hit the eyeball. This is what it did. Anyways. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> Yeah, so let's get on to our next topic. Yeah, sorry. We we have a few more topics to go here, then we can just. I love how we went from uh, uh, Facebook Meta (laughs) to talking about like hillbilly rednecks who farm. (laughs) Not saying all farmers are hillbilly rednecks. They're actually some really genuine people, but you know, talking about the people who shoot their fucking rifles for no reason at a. We are from. Yeah, we went from technological utopia to the rural farmlands of Nebraska. Yeah. From, uh, you know, utopia to... Uh... Look at this Anyways. That's an episode three joke. Guys, uh... Episode three is coming back, boys. Here we are. We're going. We're gonna take that Chevy, my Tesla Chevy, director of the autopilot, soft Vader. 
Republicans are rednecks. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Anyways, our next article actually is about how Apple is hiring Tesla's director of autopilot software. Yeah. Now, what makes this interesting is the fact that there have been many rumors for many years now that Apple's been working on making their own car. Yeah. So, yeah, they're hiring Christopher C.J. Moore, who's been the director of Tesla's autopilot software since 2019 and was within the company since 2014. And it says here. Yeah. Yeah. Back in May, more of one of the employees who told the California DMV that he exaggerated the automaker's full self-driving timeline in a DMV conference call. He said Musk statements that level five automated driving is coming soon. Did it match engineering reality? Musk has been saying that Tesla technology will soon be able to operate with zero human intervention. So pretty much what it's saying is that right now, the Apple brought in this guy who knew how to work on this automated tech, you know, being able to for autopilot stuff. And they're bringing him into Apple. And it's like, what could this mean for a potential car from Apple? Like, it, it looks like this could be a sign that they're going to have some sort of self-driving functionality, kind of like how Tesla's do. Yeah. Um, hmm. I think I've made a joke before about like uh, self-automated Apple cars um, and how they like get the next model immediately as it, it has arrived at the, uh, the beginning of the next year. Um, <laughs> imagine if that actually happened, because I know a lot of Apple's... Um, fans usually get the best models all the time and like uh, oh yeah we were just you know yeah we were just talking earlier about how like if we if someone were to get if apple did announce they were going to make an electric car that's kind of similar to tesla with a big ipad like display in the middle of the freaking car oh that thing goes ipad too it's an add-on yeah, literally, that thing goes sell like freaking cake because all the Apple peep fans are all just freaking sheep. I'm not saying all of them are, but I'm just saying a good chunk of them are freaking sheep. Yeah. Now alpacas sheep. <laughs> this, this, this is an alpaca. Notice how the, the head is a little smaller. It's made to be cute, not like, you know. I love sheep, and I love alpacas. Consider this a hybrid if you're gonna bitch about it. Okay. It's gonna be uh, androgynous between an alpaca and a sheep, and a llama. Officially known as an alpaca. By birth. But not by choice. Also, fuck you. <laughs> Anyways, um, uh, 
Also, um, I did this. You want to play Skyrim the board game? <laughs> 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 the episode lost all sense of sanity at the very last half of the episode. But if you my name is Todd <laughs> Howard. Let's play Skyrim. Let's play Skyrim on our on our OVS uh, Tesla Tesla car. New Apple cars. <laughs> Let's play Skyrim on the Apple car. It's a feature. Buy it now for five hundred dollars. <laughs> and buy the ultimate edition, and you get to own it on the. Uh, uh, Xbox again. <laughs> Game Pass, let's go. Um, you get to own it on Game Pass, even though it's a subscription. Anyways. Oh, yeah, I I don't know. Amazing, you know. Um, my actual opinion on this, though, uh, is, uh, um, autopilot modes for electric cars. Very, very complicated. You know, I think I said this before where I'd rather have the damn thing not decide whether or not to run me over or, got, or uh, kill the driver. I'd rather just find a way to stop 100%, not just 95%, and then the brakes fuck up and then, and then I'm dead. Uh, and you'll have fresh um, alpaca sheep hybrid roadkill. Anyway, shut the fuck up. We'll, we'll, um,. You'll, you'll have to do something similar. <laughs> um, you know, uh, we'll have to deal with, like, uh, you know, uh, this is what we'll have to deal with. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll just put a band-aid over it. Un how many times you get ran over today? Oh, I just, oh my god. Um, once. But it was one of those uh, bastard trucks that have like uh, an extra set of tires right beside itself. Did you go to Nebraska? Fuck. How did I do this? Alright. I'll be stuck like this for the rest of the episode. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> and, uh,. What is this? Band, headband. What is this? Um, I, I've also got like a Merka, fuck you, type of uh, band aid too. That works. You know, actually, uh. I'm dead. <laughs> How about I'm dead? Just put the coroner blanket over me. <laughs> what the fuck? What, why is it spazzing the fuck out? <laughs> Get the fuck off me then. Alright, um... More of that stupid bay you have in the middle of your face. Yeah, I guess so. One second. All right.
Death by Jackass. All right. Did you go to freaking Nebraska today? Oh my god. Uh. Yes and. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Well, in that case, we have to move on to our final uh, final topic of the day. Yeah. We uh, we found a cryptocurrency. Let's see. Oh, Brave yes. For... Yeah. <laughs> Woo! I got paid in... I just earned millions investing in this brand new Bitcoin, guys. It's called Monkey Chips. <laughs> anyway, um, take it away. <laughs> yeah, so once this thing is done loading, then I'll actually be able to article. Okay. But yeah, let's just start briefly talking about what load. Yeah, so, um, I watched a video of a, uh, of a YouTuber that I watch, and he covered, uh, this thing. So I found an article about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, people invested in this cryptocurrency. You know what the name is? Monkey chips. Anyway, um, so they were posting on social media, um, and they were like, brand new coin and all that shit. Um, then they basically did a rug pull where um, they attracted investors, promise everything, and then they run off with the funds, you know, um, crash the value of the token and then long before people find out that's actually a, a scam people end up uh well you know um they end up like uh cashing it in and getting away with it and then people are like hold on a damn second it's not worth anything so um excuse me um so they also did um, an added step where they made a 94.9% selfie for anybody who uh, had the Bitcoin or the cryptocurrency. Um, and it, it, basically what it did was it made it so if you panic sold um, or sold it, um, it, would, it would you'd have a fee. Um, that was, I think, hidden. And people wouldn't want to, like, you know, uh, you know, panic sell it as it's being pulled out from under their feet because they realize that, oh, shit, you know, you're not going to get money from it if you sell it already. You got to wait for it a little bit, you know? You wait for it to accumulate and stuff. Um, but the website and the Twitter account... Um, made it seem like it was going to be a thing, you know, and then, and, and there's ties to like, you know, Thailand and there's like the person who had the, uh, account was probably a fake person or, uh, somebody who could have just been a random person, you know, and they got identified and then with the authorities time by trying to find out who this person is. And then they question him. He's innocent. This guy's long gone on a ferry to fucking Tahiti or something with their 
uh, $300,000, you know? So. Yeah, that's pretty with the article right here, so. So, yeah, so. Yeah, so he's scammed. Yeah, it's so, fucking but, scary, you know? It really is, like, there's a, there's a lot of different cryptocurrencies. I was like, like, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Dogecoin, which we made fun of earlier in the series. <laughs> but this one is, uh, you know, those ones are funny and all that, but this one just has a name that you can tell as a startup it's a joke and it and but the thing is with shiba inu and uh dogecoin and uh little sheep or whatever the fuck it was called uh little doge um they're they're meme currency so people will think that this is a meme currency invest in it and then elon musk is like oh monkey juice i drink that stuff every day and then you know um people are gonna be like you know, oh, who wow. I bet drink, you know who I bet drinks monkey jizz every single day? Uh, Bobby Kotick. Um, he probably drinks that every single day. Yeah, I guess so. Um, Anyways. And the monkey probably uh, doesn't even the... get paid for it. Um, anyways. Exactly. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> Weird thoughts have we come up with this episode. Oh my god. Well, you know, at least we're roasting somebody who's actually is a criminal, anyway. Um <laughs> or at least a piece of shit. Uh so uh, you know it's just this type of thing is uh you know, you, you see these meme currencies and you think it might be a, a joke. It is a joke, but it's also a scam because, and people start investing in it because they see these uh, Shiba Inu coins um, go skyrocketing, and then people just assume that it's going to become a thing, and you can actually make money off of it somehow because people are stupid enough to invest in it. Um, but when it comes to like a scam like this, then you kind of lose trust in that, you know. Um, <sighs> So, you know, the fuck, you know, <laughs> what I'm saying, um, yeah. crazy shit, uh, but yeah, the fucking really name, is. the fucking name is what people would have thought it was a joke, but the per the person who bought this type of stuff probably didn't understand that it would turn out to actually be just a scam, not even be a, a joke, you know? <laughs> yeah, I get that. But it is a funny name, though. That's why it was worth talking. It's not a stupidly funny name, but the situation it falls with, with you know, it having all these money transfers and shit, it just it's a, it's just a shady situation overall. It really is, you know? Mm -hmm. um, all right. Anything but, else to say about this before we move on to the end of the episode? All I can say is do, do not, like, um, it, don't buy... Don't invest in cryptocurrency unless you know what the fuck you're doing, and that's all I'm saying, you know. Don't just go off and assume that you can be, like, not everyone could be an investor unless they put their heart into it, or know at least a little bit about it. Don't invest in something that has no backing or anything, you know. Yeah, but also like, don't invest you're not in gonna... Yeah, you're not going to get to the point where, like, you're ever going to see Bitcoin rise to $69,000 ever again. Like, or at least not for a long time. Not for like, a long time. But at you're least... Gonna, you're, 
you're going to leave that coin in that freaking vault for a very long time. I know El Salvador made illegal currency. Yeah. Um, so. You know, what's funny is like stuff like, uh, you know, but the thing with Bitcoin is even though if you, you know, use an algorithm or something for it or like, you know, um, you can't even trust those types of people, too. So Bitcoin is a very scary sort of thing in my opinion cryptocurrency as a as a whole being centralized and that sort of stuff china has their own cryptocurrency like they will make their own cryptocurrency but the thing is is that you can't trust this stuff as like it's just based on the trust of it being an actual product that you won't get scammed by just it's basically just trusting it as a centralized currency that doesn't have or decentralized currency that doesn't have a government behind it. That's at least a little trustworthy, you know, that's all yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's about it. Cause yeah, we agree with that. Um, we don't have any comments of the day. Cause of course we don't hear Godcast, but if you like to featured in our show for us to discuss about, uh, like you can always just like us here on, you know, YouTube or subscribe or follow us if you're on any of the audio platforms. Also, check us out on Discord, which you'll find a link tree with all of our formats in the description down below. I'm Hydrawave99. And I'm Flofopaka. Brand new and moved. We'll, of course. Cooper. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. And we'll see you all next time. Bye, everyone. Bye. I'm Fuck also, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't make it a meme.